0: Meanwhile, Wolverine and a newly resurrected OG good beast ambush current kind of evil beast.
1: Ah oh, yes, now that I have the Krakoan tech back in my hands, yes, I'll be able to finally destroy X-Force cause only I can save mutants. me, beast, the only good beast that there is. Don't call me evil beast, I'm cool beast. Yeah, wait, what is, my sensors are picking something up. Wolverine? Hey, Bob, I brought an old friend. What, what? Who did you bring?
0: Why don't you meet him yourself? Oh, my stars and garters. Oh. Is that
1: me? Fuck. Oh God, it was me before I became fucking cool. I thought it was bad enough when I had to deal with my teenager self. Now I need to deal with good old stars and garters, asshole beast. Fascinating. Oh God, listen to him. Okay, I'm gonna tell you right now. Deep down, you and me were the same. I knew what you used to jerk off back then. You telling me I didn't? You used to walk in on Carol Danvers when she was showering. You were a fucking pervert then. We were always evil. What do you have to say for yourself? Oh, my stars and garters. Wonder Man? Oh, my God. Okay, really, Wolverine? Really? This is who you'd rather be with than me? Uh, I mean, he's got a moral compass, which is the more than I can say for you. okay. Oh, really? Really? Okay, Beast, uh, what's your solution for mutant kind then? Stars and garters. Wonder Man? Wolverine. He's not that bad. Yeah, okay. Um,
0: uh, hey. Fascinating. <laughs> Stars, garters, <laughs> oh Wonder Man.
1: Oh, Jesus Christ. All right, here. All look. right, fine. All, all right, right, right. okay. All right, thanks. Let's all kill right. him. All right. Yeah, let's go. him. Sniffed. <laughs> oh! So you, uh, you're going to be cool yet? Um, you know, the only reason I'm evil is because when all the orgy stuff happened, I was kind of left out. So if we do a circle jerk, an x for circle jerk, I'll be good again.
0: Fascinating.
1: No, Fuck. Hello, everyone, and welcome to episode 287 of CBQ Legacy Comic Book Queers. I'm your host, Evil Jeff, and with us as always is Brett. Hi, everybody. Welcome to the podcast. Oh, my God. We have so many beasts, we don't even know what to do with them. It's a Night of a Thousand Beasts. A Night of a Thousand Beasts. And uh, Oh My Stars and Garters, that would be a great drag race theme. Oh that My Stars be. and Garters, A Night of a Thousand Beasts. <laughs> it's giving more Cookie Monster than Beast. <laughs> um, all right, uh, what's, what's, what's new with you, Brett? Do we have any hot topics oh, to talk about or anything? Um, I'm sure we can muster one up. Why don't we hit that music? Cool. We got some hot, we got some hot
0: topics, yeah. Is there a hotter topic than Dakota Johnson? I know Melanie Griffith thinks so.
1: Oh, Melanie Griffith thinks there is a hotter topic because she hates her (laughs) own daughter?
0: (laughs) I meant to to say the other way, but this feels more correct.
1: I just watched, I was forced to watch a Melanie Griffith movie uh, by my fiance. The other day okay. and he was like oh this is a movie i used to watch a lot as a kid it was called what is it milk money yeah did you see yeah, that isn't she like it's like she's like a parent to kids
0: or something like that in the 50s no right? no, no
1: no 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 it takes place no? in the 90s no no oh, she's a, oh, oh, no no oh. a bunch of 12 year olds um basically raise money in change yeah. and have a bag full of change <laughs> and go to buy a hooker <gasps> And she is is the hooker, and she gets naked for them and takes the money. But then her car breaks down, and then she ends up uh, staying at the boy's house and falls in love with his dad, who's played by, um, oh, fuck, what's that actor? He was um, kind of the overseer in the Truman Show. (laughs) Ed Harris. Ed Harris. And then she meets Ed Harris, and they fall in love. I was like, this... Is not okay. I just forgot fuck? in the 80s and 90s. That, yeah. In the 80s and 90s, it was oh, like, yeah. oh, let's have Patricia Arquette like makes out with a child in one movie she was in. There's an episode where Gerard Depardieu pretends to be his daughter's boyfriend so that, sh- that she fuck? can flirt with another guy. 80s and 90s movies. What was happening? Why were we okay what with this happening? creepy, creepy? Creepy. Creepy. Anyway, know what else is creepy? Fucking Dakota Johnson. Dakota, Dakota Johnson, Johnson. I just watched so her So we've on got Madam Webb.
0: Yeah. And she oh, was she hosted SNL. She was terrible. We have Madam Webb coming up. Um she's the it thing right now. She's super hot. When uh, her mom was in South America researching spiders, she died. <laughs> it's just So Dakota Johnson. I just don't I don't get it. Now, Dakota Johnson, to her credit, did bring down Ellen DeGeneres. Yes,
1: that's the only positive we have. No, you didn't, Ellen. You're a fucking liar, you fucking lesbian. Is that what she said on the show? She
0: said, that's not the truth, lesbian. That's not the truth, you dirty lesbian. She said, listen, my web connects them all. And your web is a
1: web of lies, Ellen. I'm telling you right now... I don't and I will tell you this this is another thing Melanie Griffith also is not a good actress I'm sorry everybody no. she's not a good actress and the and the and I really think that Dakota Johnson is just watching all of old is watching her mom's old movies and being like yeah that's what acting is just just say you know all the what? lines as flat as possible Her dad is a good actor Don Johnson Don Johnson. Yeah, but she doesn't, but she's not, she's not emulating She's not giving. Yeah. She's
0: giving Melanie. She's giving Melanie. So anyway, February 14th, Valentine's Day, Madam Web is coming out. Dakota Johnson, her web connects them all. Uh, I want to say this. I just watched a video, you know, New Rock Stars with your friend Eric Voss. Yes he was speculating about how the Sony Spider-Verse relates to the MCU. And he basically said, this is why I love new rock stars. They come up with these, (laughs) these theories. He's like, basically the way it works is we've established that the multiverse in the MCU now takes the shape of a tree. You saw that same tree shape in Spider-Man across the Spider-Verse when Miguel O'Hara was looking at it.
1: And Loki. What I think.
0: Yeah, exactly. What I think. The Sony Spider-Verse is, in relation to that tree, is a spider web that's formed on top of the tree. See, that's our theory. I'm like, what the fuck? Okay. Okay. So it's this whole thing where I, I like. I think what I surmised from this video on YouTube from New Stars is that, like, Madam Web will help connect the MCU to all of this spidey. Sonyverse without spidey nonsense. You know what's a
1: better idea? And you better not. If they didn't do any of that. Didn't do we it need, at all. We need to, we need to drop the multiverse like a fucking hot potato. We need we to need fucking to, get so rid of it. Sick it's sick of the it's multiverse. Over. I can't handle Because it. and that's I, the thing is because what's the laziest storytelling is uh multiverse, or time travel to fix plot holes. And that is why the MCU is falling apart, because it's all just time. Like, they ended the Avengers with time travel, and you're like, yeah, now they're like, we're going to keep on doing it. And you're like, oh, this doesn't hold up if you keep on doing it. You know what, what
0: would have been a more interesting kind of next chapter for the MCU? The next X-Men? Yeah, yes, but before that, the the blip. Just exploring the Earth
1: after the blip was so much enough story. No, but someone to- someone thought of something brilliant. When Thanos snapped and got rid of half of all of the life in the world, that means half of your gut biomes disappeared. So everyone immediately had diarrhea. Yeah, that's right. That's, Show me that movie. That's the story I want to see. Everyone just shitting. That's on the, the story box. I want to see.
0: Or. Or how about after Thanos did the blip, life, because it since, you know, it was like half of it was cut off, mutated in order to survive. The life that was left mutated yeah. under the threat of eradication. And that's how we got mutants. See, like, her web connects
1: them all. Or I just want, like, an emotional drama where a mom stays, but one of her kids gets blipped, but it's the kid she didn't like. Or even yeah. more fucked the, up that comes like, back. or uh, yeah, and then he's like, Ugh, oh God, and then they're not older, so now I have to like raise them still. And then, or I would love one where it's like the dog gets blipped, but the brother doesn't. And then it's like, oh, I wish I had the dog instead. Those, that's the drama I want. That's the
0: drama I want. Know what why? I don't the, want? Know what I don't want? I don't want drama. my mom.
1: <laughs> it was my mom in the <laughs>
0: researching spiders in South America right before she died.
1: <laughs> yeah, I don't want that. But the SNL, it was literally like, it was literally just, here's a funny sketch. And now Dakota Johnson is going to destroy it with her bad delivery. It was really bad. It was embarrassing.
0: Um, I'll have to watch it on Hulu. I always watch SNL like Tuesday (laughs) night on Hulu or Peacock, Peacock, Peacock. It used to be Hulu. Um so I'll check it out but I can already tell you she's going to be underwhelming cuz she like her mother not a good actor also her father yeah he's he's fine. We were you, we like- were overkind to Don Johnson earlier and
1: for that we apologize listeners. We were I mean yeah I mean Miami Vice wasn't like the top of, <laughs> the top It was no Law and Order SVU. But hey, he's really good at Knives Out. He was good at Knives Out. Yeah, he's great. Um, He's great. You know what I'm excited about, Madam
0: Web? Listen, I want to go on record. Yes. I am fucking excited about Madam Web. I really am. Okay, someone has to be because I'm not. Because I'm not excited about Morbius and Craven because it's just like more toxic masculinity. Don't need it. Don't care. And also it's like, oh my goodness, I am discovering that I have these powers. What can I do with them? Like, I'm so sick of it. I guess Madam Webb would
1: be that too. But I, here's yeah, where but I'm multiplied
0: going. with Sydney Sweeney. I am Sweeney. just excited. Sydney Sweeney exactly. is
1: also a very flat I'm excited actor. for Sydney Sweeney. So it's like, I'm oh my god, I'm Spider Woman. Oh my god, I'm Madam Webb. Wow, I'm, I'm the for other her one to <sighs>
0: descend from a web from the ceiling. I want to see Julia Carpenter come down from the ceiling on a single thick web, upside down. That's why I am going.
1: I guess I have to go because we're going to talk
0: about this. Oh, you have to because Sydney Sweeney is going to be hanging up in the rafters and she's (laughs) going to stick a little web and she's going to come down, upside down, just like Julie Carpenter in the comics, and she's going to go, hi, I'm Sydney Sweeney. My family is MAGA. Did you see them in my Instagram post? They were all
1: wearing MAGA hats. Oh, and my God. Like, All right. I can't talk Are you about auditioning
0: that. for Oklahoma?
1: <laughs> 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 I can't talk about Madam Web anymore. I actually have some X-Men news that I want to talk about. Let's talk about the X-Men. Hit the music. I was reading X-Men comics in a cocktail bar. That much is true. Yeah. So, I- was reading Magneto. And before we talk about this, I was reading Magneto and it just... Can we can we give you the full title? It is The Resurrection of Magneto, the, number one. The Resurrection of Magneto, number one. By Al Ewing. And for some reason, something... And Luciano Vecchio. It hit me in the head of the whole trial of Magneto. And then there was the whole him being good and running the X-Men. And so I was like, oh, I'm going to go. Let me look at that. I just want to go back and look at that. Did I read The Trial of oh, Magneto? Oh, interesting. I didn't. Because as I was scrolling through my archives of the of my digital X-Men comics, I spoke because Trial of Magneto is around like 200, 201. Isn't it like the 200? 200,
0: 200, two? 200. Yeah, it's
1: 200. Yeah. But before I got to 201, I, I saw 213 and uh, Psylocke Battling Sabretooth. You got to jump there. And I just started reading that and I am now at Inferno. I'm now at 241. I went down a rabbit hole and was rereading all
0: of it. mm -mm. You skipped ahead (laughs) in the textbook and you just kept reading.
1: But it's literally like, hey, I mean, we've talked about this before. This was when I started. This was like my introduction to the X-Men.
0: I know, but the purpose was to do research before the resurrection of Magneto, number one. And
1: I didn't. I didn't. But you know what? It did make me, like, wax poetic for, hey, these eight people in Australia, they're the fucking X-Men. And sure, there's five people that are X factor. And then there's like seven people that are the new mutants and that's, and then there's five people that are Excalibur, but that's it. That's it. And I miss. That's all we needed at the time. Yeah. I miss that. Okay. are we going to talk about resurrection of Magneto first. Yeah. Let's do it. We already started. Let's do it. Yeah. All right. So
0: we,
1: I hate, I hate, I hate, I hate it. I loved it. It's not necessarily the writing. The writing is fine. It's the concept. I hate the concept. It's very just much because Kurt it's Wagner. Like
0: death is nothing. We can just take a portal and go get them. Go
1: to go to the afterlife. It's very much like heaven. It's like oh, we're going to the afterlife, like heaven. No, I'm a fucking atheist. Like I, I don't. No, because it's like you can't have an afterlife and do resurrection. Where, uh, but then, then that means when someone dies, they go to the afterlife. Do they get sucked back when you resurrect them? You can't have both of those things at the same time. And I was so pissed when Kurt. When they made Kurt, they went into heaven and brought Kurt out of heaven. Yeah. I yeah. wanted to barf, and this is what this is all over again. Now, I, as the, for who's the writer of this again? Sal Ewing, bitch. Sal Ewing. So he's a great writer. So I'm sure, I don't know if he came up with it, but whatever he's given, he's gonna tell a good story out of it. But for me, the whole time, I'm like, I don't want this to be the story that's told. You already have regular resurrection. I'm gonna end the okay, there's gonna be like a four-episode resurrection of Magneto. It could have been um Storm's like, I really need Magneto back. And Xavier's like, you really think I erased it? You really think I let him get erased? Here it is. Oh, okay. Oh. oh, great. And now we resurrect him and we're done. It just doesn't... Having a new reason no, to... What's another stupid reason to resurrect people when we already have resurrection? Ugh, I hate it. All right, well...
0: All right, We well, you defend it. have things you're saying. Yeah. So, number one, she's getting him from the waiting room, the place the Scarlet Witch created for mutants to go to for their souls to go to when they die, yeah. So it's not like
1: I know, it's not the same but as that's heaven.
0: Still, still, sure, it's analogous. Okay. I'll get, I'll give you that. I think that the message is not anyone can do this, but Storm is so rooted in magic that she's never tapped into that she can do this. Like sure. Storm's got the like she's got the right mix of shit to be able, including magic ancestry, that allows her and no one else to take this journey. It's a lot of things that are allowing Storm to take this journey. One is her magics. The other one is her deep, deep, deep personal connection to Magneto. So I think that this whole story is just a testament to, it's very akin to, you know, what dreams may come, that Robin Williams movie, or like, which was also Town, Awful. <laughs> sure hades town which like going to the afterlife to get the one you love is it is the stuff of myth it it's 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 old as time and so that didn't bother me it's just to me it's another take on what is a very mythical kind of story arc a uh, story trope which is you love somebody and deeply care about somebody so much that you are willing to go to the afterlife and deal with all the tribulations
1: to get them. Fine.
0: It's quite beautiful.
1: I don't care. I um it's just a thing where I feel like the only thing that starts getting interesting is that the dominions, not just one, it looks like multiple dominions, is it just Phalanx! that and they said well, the word dominions. Well, the dominion
0: was always a, a connected system. Like it's like multiple th- or like multiple
1: dominions made up a thing that they're it's just like, hanging out in this this afterlife place and torturing yeah. Magneto. This was very
0: much the definition of what dominions were in powers of 10. I was like, "Yep, this is literally what Hickman wrote. Like they're up there chilling, connected to one another, outside of time and space, manipulating
1: now I have a question. There's a part where they say the Omegas, the Beyonders, were afraid because they are linear and we are not. There looks like there's a Dominion made up of who are these people? These green people. It looks like Beyonders. Those
0: are Beyonders. Those so are Beyonders. But yeah. is
1: that a Beyonder Dominion? Or is that Maybe. them just describing yep. the Beyond? Because it seemed like the Beyonders aren't a Dominion. Or is, or is it like a TV screen where they're showing it? Oh, they're showing yeah. it. Oh, okay. Maybe that's what it right. is. Right. All right, all right, all right. Right. This right. is the stuff that I find interesting. Um, yeah. I like this stuff. And I also liked her fighting Tarn the Uncaring again. That was great. And still really bitter about her beating him. Yep. Um, um,
0: a lot of this, I felt like ty- like the Beyonder stuff, I got whiffs of Hickman's Avengers that led into yeah. Secret Wars. Hints of that. I mean, this is a big story. Like, I'm glad that the Phalanx were associated with Dominions after it seemed like we weren't going that route in X-Men. Yeah. So I like that. Um, I mean, like, this story ultimately to me is a... Oh, so wait a minute. You know what's interesting? What one of those the Dominion next to the Beyonders has the crown of um, Enigma in it. So I think those Beyonders may be a Dominion.
1: Oh, like okay. it's not just
0: showing. I think I think they're in there. Oh, okay. Because the one next to it has got um, Cyn- uh, Essex. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Interesting. I mean, th- this is the book you want to kind of go through over and over because there's just so much symbolism, like looking at that crown. I mean, there's just And there's this,
1: a lot of I will symbols. give this uh, Luciano Vecchio. Oh, the art is, best work
0: ever. The art is really good. The art's really best good. Best work ever. I mean, this, I didn't even know it was him because it's such an elevation mm-hmm. from his usual, very clean, very wonderful work. But his clean, wonderful work always felt cute. Yeah, that's always a word I would use to describe his his art is cute yeah. and like yeah. not a bad and like not not like a, a um, con- condescending one. I,
1: no, I think there but, is like, but it's almost like aimed as if it could be aimed towards a young audience. Where this is aimed for, yeah, a adult
0: but this is a little more grown up. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I loved Storm. I love Storm meeting her ancestor who was from a Gambit limited series. <laughs> <laughs> but like Al Ewing is finding all of these kind of precedent things to solidify storms um, status as a magical character.
1: But uh, yeah, so it's it's a well-told story. I just I just don't like the concept of yeah. him being in the it's afterlife. Cheating. I d- I just feel like it's you already have re- a, a thing of resurrection and I guess now that you said it's because it's the waiting room where they yeah. go for resurrection I guess that's that. That I think that makes it a little bit better that it's not fully heaven. Yeah, it's not as bad as when Kurt was brought back, but still, um, I don't know. I guess yeah, that- that's the thing is is what does she want? What What do you feel she wants with Magneto? What is the part of the plan that she has to have Magneto for? For
0: her to I defeat don't know. I mean, Specifically, you know, I mean, it's just great to have Magneto on your side when you're dealing with the, like, the half man, half machine people, I guess.
1: But I feel just like, hey, I just miss him or I need him isn't enough. I feel like there's a specific task. I want there to be a specific it did, task. Yeah. I th- but I think also we don't
0: have an Xavier. We don't have somebody who can
1: rally the troops. We don't have somebody who can look, everyone can look up to. And also, can there it. be one where she comes back to Earth for a bit, and then Xavier's like, "Eric, you're back," and she's like, "No, he's my friend now. You can't sit she with Xavier." No, I she know she did, did that. Like, no, but I mean, she already did that. But now she's coming back with with him a lot. Oh yeah, and she's like, she's like "Yeah, like, are you, are you can't you sit with us. Sorry." Are you talking to Max? Sorry, Max doesn't <laughs> talk to people like you. And so, what is what this and what is this <laughs> thing with his? Where is where is he? Because it looks like he's being tortured, but at the end his eyes are melting, and he's like on a like fire dominion sun thing. Uh, it what it what is like, going on? It looks like on? hell.
0: It looks like hell. I mean, I wonder if we're still in the waiting room, which I'm not sure we are. I think she might have gone even further. So now maybe you have reason to gripe. Um, but it seems like hell because it, there was what read the names on the walls. Is that people he's killed him? I would, it felt like, like, like his Holocaust, judgment? it felt like Holocaust victims oh. to me. Oh. And then, you know, he's just on like a very fiery surface. So I, I wonder if this is hell.
1: Interesting. Interesting. All yeah. right. Well,
0: This is the kind of book that you just got to read a few times and you'll pick things up.
1: Maybe, but also a lot of these books are not, hit, they're not landing. They're not, they're not getting yeah. the landings. They're not a like Gene Grey. I was like, oh, this is cool. And then it was just like, eh, just read Immortal X-Men. <laughs> <I> mean, <laughs> like, All of
0: okay.
1: these books are
0: ultimately, all of these books are ultimately utilitarian in that they're serving a purpose to get us to the next status quo. Yeah. So they're flawed by, by the very nature yeah, these are transition pieces.
1: Um Should we talk about X Force? Yeah, let's do that. This is hilarious. First of hilarious. All, first of all, once again, for X X Force, the quintessential best spies in the world, as we saw in Wolverine, I don't know if this is before Wolverine, after Wolverine, the Sabretooth Wars. It takes place before. But uh they're not good at their jobs. <laughs> they're very bad. Because Sabretooth and fail. Beast. You, or that's the thing, because even if if this took place before, then why were they still all willy-nilly when Sabretooth like they're they're not good at their jobs. Not good. Like Beast fucking so took took the mouse. He sneaks really fast. in
0: no problem. He doesn't even bother taking no, them No, no, but he, he just
1: gets he, what he wants and fucking well, he takes out Omega. He Red. takes
0: a he yeah. He takes a Krokoan suit that he's going to build a new lair off of, yeah. and then just escapes. And Sage is like, "That darn cat." Yeah. That's it. I have to do something. What I'm going to do is
1: pitch the team. And so she pitches the team her idea, which is I, I'm which is hey, there's an old beast, and. It's before he turned evil, which it's like, this has been done before with all of the young X-Men. And that was not a good idea. But at least Beast was the one doing it. She's like, let's bring back Beast before he turns evil. What? And Wolverine is like, what? <laughs> Wolverine is like, no. He's like, no. No, no, Ab- no.
0: Absolutely fucking not.
1: No. And literally he's like, no. And she's like, I haven't even, I know what you're going to say. No. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't even. <laughs> and everyone else goes along with Sage and they're like, oh, it's fine because he's like fun, good beast. And he comes back and starts his, All oh, my stars and garters ring.
0: Yeah. We very much have the beast from Defenders, like the team with Iceman and Angel and Moondragon.
1: Dragon. Yeah. <laughs> Cloud. (laughs) But already he, and here's the other thing, is that, okay, he's locked in the prison because, like, we need to make sure you're okay. And he's basically like, how do you, like, how does this and tech work? And Black Tom says, oh, all X-Forces have access. And he goes, request access Beast, open cell, and it opens up. What? You're telling me you have not... Taken him off. The, They're so bad. My company, when they fire someone at my company, do oh, you know how fast their email is disappeared? Kicked, kicked off Slack they immediately. They are the worst at their job. And nope. this X-Force Beasts needs to be fired.
0: <laughs> did, not, did not shut down his access. Yeah. They suck.
1: They're so bad, Sage should be fired. 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 This is ridiculous. And also- So many reasons. Also, we do need to think about, I am curious of, we were talking about this briefly before, of the time change. When did the Defenders take place in this world? for For us, it was the 80s. For us, it was the 80s. But it clearly couldn't have been 35 years ago because then Beast would be at like 60. So, yeah, he would be like, what are computers? So this is probably like 10 years ago. Which means I mean, it was this... Yeah. Which means all Eight. of... The, everything that happened to the Defenders technically happened in 2012. Right. 2013. Right. Which is crazy.
0: Yeah. So anyway, this Beast is back. And I will say this. This... Was This was a little Easter egg dropped a a long time ago. Like when Beast first left Krakoa was that he left, he deleted the files but left that old
1: Defenders Beast file alive. Did he do that or did... He did it. He did it. So do you think he like knew? I
0: think like there is an implication that he did this to sabotage himself. He did this to take himself down, to keep himself in check, in, in case. And
1: it does seem that he, this beast is looking at what he's become, and he does not look happy. He sheds
0: a single tear when he gets the download. Yeah. And, and is like, you've got to be fucking kidding me.
1: And he runs off, which I assume is to find Evil Beast. And and for me, this this is going to be fun. And hopefully it'll be better than our rendition of what we thought it would be when they meet up.
0: Well, we're terrible beast dialogue writers. I'm sure it'll be
1: better than Wonder Man. But it looks like, look who's showing up in the next issue. Wonder Man? Wonder Man. Yeah. So there you go.
0: So there you go. I would imagine the first thing Beast is going to do is actually look up Wonder Man. Yeah. Not Evil Beast. He's going to go straight to his boyfriend.
1: Yeah, and I do like it that he, he he's like, I need to assemble a team, not you, weird X-Men. Yeah. Because if you think about it, that Defenders, he he like will every once in a while join on a mission here and there, so he maybe sort of kind of knows Colossus and Wolverine, but Black Tom is a villain to him Black Tom is a villain Sage Absolutely. was a villain in the Hellfire Club so he's yeah. like he's probably like mm, no <laughs> but like think about the Wolverine he knew was like they brought some
0: psycho into exactly, the mansion exactly like, like that's the reason Angel left was because they
1: brought Wolverine in so this will be interesting I wish he would get to go get Iceman oh th- there's a surprise for ya Now, are they on the North Pole or the South Pole? Oh, I don't know. Well, Is Iceman and the X-Force, which poles are they on? Oh, Iceman is in Antarctica. And where are they? Where's X-Force? I'm sure it's Antarctica. So they're probably pretty close. They should hang out. They should. They should hang out. And I feel Beast Beast could probably solve Iceman's problem in like three seconds. In like a second. But then he'll be like, if it was like from the 80s, He would be like, wait, you're gay? Ew. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. He's like. And he'd be like, what do you
0: he's but then Iceman would be like, oh please, what are you gonna do next? Make an AIDS joke? I know. And he's he's like, he's like What's AIDS? He's he's like,
1: I just heard that there's a gay cancer. (laughs) That's how long it's been. Yeah. (laughs) What what's AIDS? (laughs) (laughs) Fuck. Feel old yet? Oh my God! Anyway, uh, um, he's going to find his boyfriend Wonderman. I yeah. love it. I think that's it I hope for they the have sex. Oh Jesus Christ! Beast is not gay. Grant Morrison said so. That's right. I might as well be. I'm blue. I'm a mutant. But he was very cool about it when everyone called him gay.
0: Yeah, he was super cool about it.
1: Um, I read something that wasn't X-Men. Should we hit different music to talk about that? Hit different music. Different music, go. Comic, 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 comics that I have read. There's other comics than the X-Men. But who cares, really? Different music, activate. Form
0: of... Form of a review of a comic book that isn't the X Men.
1: Gods. Okay, so we're talking about gods. Jonathan Hickman's. Jonathan gods. Hickman's. We're at gods. we're at number four. I've we're realized what four, he's so trying I'm... to do. What comic is? Oh, he it's tra- Saga. Saga? No. Oh, I thought this was Saga. No, yeah. Saga is all Star Wars, like aliens. Yeah, and stuff. Uh, yeah. No, yeah. honey, this is Sandman. Oh, yes. This Sandman where it's like abstract ideas or gods yes. like this yes. this is Hickman Oblivion. doing Sandman. Yes. And I'm I'm here for it. You're so right. I'm here for it, so right. here for it and I like it. Yeah, this has been a fun ride. I
0: mean, it's it's it still it's, a, it's still a, it's lot, a, lot, of it's a yes, lot of setup. It's a
1: dense read. It's a lot of setup still.
0: Still. We're in issue 4 and it still feels like setup. Things but, are happening.
1: But we have some characters. We still have um so we have uh what's the main guy's name again? God damn it, what's his name? Win. Win. So Win works is the avatar for the powers that be and his ex wife, they were married too, right? I go. Um, is a centivar of the natural order of things. So the powers that be and the natural order of things are always kind of at odds with each other, but also have to work with each other when there's a greater thing threatening but the also,
0: universe. Like, it's pretty safe to say yeah. powers that be is magic and natural order of things is science.
1: Yes, yes. But but their science is still kind of magic It's yeah. it's magical. Yeah, it's still very magic Um And... Case in point, they've brought on an apprentice named Mia, and she was able to find their headquarters by finding this book. And apparently it's a very rare thing for a person to be able to do this. And this was an interesting reaction. We've seen her for a couple of issues, but this is the first time Wynne met her. Has met her. And Mm -hmm. it seems almost like Win is like, she should be with me. She's one of me. Why do you have her? And Aiko's like, ha, ha, ha. Did you get that? I kind of got that.
0: Oh, 100%. And Win's absolutely right, because this is a magician. The girl is a magician. Yeah. She's not a scientist. Yeah. But Aiko, Aiko is keeping her close so Aiko can understand Wyn. My takeaway oh, okay, is it. that Aiko is studying this girl learning magic so she can have a better understanding of magic, and I think subtextually... Have a better understanding of when. Yeah, and me. Or just want to have a better understanding of magic because there is an adversarial relationship there.
1: Yeah, and then the Cassandra character, the Cassandra avatar—it's like this person, but she's kind of has the powers of this being called Cassandra. But I'm still not a hundred percent sure how that all works.
0: It's Cassandra from mythology.
1: From mythology. um, But I'm just not sure how it works. Of like, it does is it just passed on, like when she dies, does a new person become Cassandra? Can a bunch of people be Cassandra at the same time? Avatar, yeah. I'm just not 100 percent sure how that
0: works. They said there were like five Cassandras total,
1: and I didn't know if they meant
0: now. Now or or just ever.
1: Exactly. So I but it's interesting. So we have Cassandra, we have Doctor Strange is in the mix. Um and then the bad guys we have Oblivion and the Inbetweener and their little evil avatars fighting for them that they're growing in boxes.
0: Yeah, which turn out to be rooms. These giant rooms inside these yeah. boxes.
1: Um, it's all very I did
0: call that we were I did call when we talked about Gods One that we were probably gonna meet the in at some point. I called it.
1: Yeah. You did. I did. Anyway, this is all – It's I don't know that much more what to say about it because it is still just setting up chess pieces. It's setting up chess pieces, and the game really hasn't started being played yet. But yeah, I'm it, excited it for it like, to start being played. Yeah.
0: Yeah. It feels like these Marvel cosmic concept characters – who have always just kind of floated there like judging or warning or appearing are now actively taking some sort of direct antagonistic
1: no who should be here is Earth. the the watcher should be here yeah feels like it anyway i like it but yeah, I, I like i, it. I mean I the art me some Hickman shit and the art Hilario is
0: Larry art is incredible. Hickman's writing is incredible. And, like, I do think we are seeing some of his mythology that he created in the Avengers stuff. Um, if you look at the preview for the next issue, issue five, Black Swan is one of the um, characters whispering into the ear of our young magician character. So, like, these, these things, these threads from his Avengers run seem to be popping up in this book too which is super interesting it's like there's a Hickman verse inside the Marvel universe yeah it's fun yeah it's fun what do you think what do you think God's stands for because it is G period O period Yada boom
1: okay I think it stands for gimme old dick Mm -hmm. someday okay (laughs) No. Well, do you have an actual thing of what you think it stands for?
0: I think it stands for gorgeous, overstuffed, um, delightful at times, and stunning. Oh, okay. And that's just how I would
1: describe this book. Okay. That's how I would describe myself. Oh, okay. Overstuffed. Overstuffed. Yeah. <laughs> okay. I don't know when to stop Good. eating. Um, and uh, yeah, I went to Japanese barbecue last night. Have you ever had Japanese barbecue? Is that um, it's like Korean barbecue, but you know, yeah, but Japanese. Wait, style. what's the kayu – um What's that restaurant that I like? This one, I'm been, not even going, there going there to repeat was. it without sounding racist because I don't remember. Okay, well, yeah, no, I love Japanese barbecue. Yeah, and but that's the problem. Like Is hibachi, but, but you're just like, and should we order more meat? And you're like, yeah, and then you're like, should we order more meat? And you're like, yeah. And then there's a point where you're like, I need yeah. to stop. I have to stop, but you don't want to because meat is good. I know. I'm sorry, vegans. And cooking it,
0: cooking it on the table is so fun. That's re- I'm a, yes. I assume that's what you're doing, right? There's a little thing in the yes. middle of the table, and you're
1: cooking the meat. Yes, I'm always have the you ever cut the tongue? Had tongue? Yeah. No. It's fantastic. I do love eel. Ew! You don't like eel? No. You've never had like an eel, like sushi roll? I have. I don't know. I don't think I like it. Oh, it's delicious. It's delicious. And then grilled up. Mm. Oh, All right. Anyway. What would you do if
0: there was an eel, like a live eel, like just like freaking out, like slithering around in your lap right now, like because it wasn't in water. I would probably freak
1: out. out, but I would be less freaked. I would be more concerned because Joe has... Like an insane fear of snakes, like it's in, like insane. Like he'll oh, really? he'll start screaming if he sees one on the TV. Like he gets really freaked out by snakes. So I know right now he would not be able to help me. He would like literally, like he would literally throw a match and like set me on fire just to kill the snake. <laughs> Can I come over and like put a put a fake rubber snake? No, on the No. Well, here's the thing: is I do have. I have a bunch of stuffed animals and I have a stuffed animal snake, but it is a hundred percent clearly a stuffed animal. Like it's not like a fake looking snake. It's a stuffed animal snake. Like it's fuzzy and puffy and has little fun eyes. One day I picked it up and I threw it at him. He (laughs) screamed and was battling this stuffed animal as if it was about to murder him. And then he was very angry at me. And I was like, "I'm sorry, I did not think that was the reaction that I was going wow. to get."
0: Wow, you never know with people.
1: Yeah, some people' fears are real. Are you? Yeah. What are
0: you afraid of? What's your fear? Um, so when I was a kid, I was terrified of dogs. Really, I had the most insane. I like I could not be near. A Even a little and one? Like, what about a little, like, a little, like, chihuahua? I'm, when I tell you that one time I had a whole backyard of extended family hysterical laughing at me, I was probably, like, five. Oh, because you are being chased by a there chihuahua. there was, like, there was, yeah, like a shih tzu, <laughs> Like a shih tzu. And I, I was, like, it. screaming, crying. Oh, Okay. And it was That's, like this little uh, fucking thing. But of what, a dog. did you get
1: over it? Or are you still kind of scared?
0: Yeah, but you know what? Like you never you never, do you ever get over anything? But I mean, could you have a dog now? Absolutely. I've had a dog, I've had dogs. Oh, okay. Like so that, I love dogs. I hu- I've gotten over it. But I haven't gotten there, over my big fear. There is deep, deep down, deep, deep, deep down, there is still a fear. I haven't gotten when over my dogs. big fear. What? Heights. I mean, let look. Who isn't afraid of heights? No,
1: no. Here's the thing. My mom, when I visited my mom in Florida, she stays in a condo on the 10th floor. And from the elevator to her apartment, there's just a railing, a seat, like, you know, railing. And it comes up to about my waist. But I literally hold against the wall as I walk because there's something in my head that's like, I'm going to trip and I'm going to fall over that and die.
0: Oh, my God. Like Kristen Johnston in Sex and the City
1: yes, that was horrifying <laughs> That oh. was my biggest fear so bored I could die and then she died. I oh my have God a that is fear my biggest life. fear though
0: yeah. if I, like do you can you imagine that moment where you realize, I just fell. Yeah,
1: and you're dying, and now you're gonna die. (laughs) You know what, it's It's the same thing. It's the same reason why I have a fear of planes. It's like, this is not natural. Because when I die, I do not want to see it coming. I want to die in my sleep. I don't wanna be like, I'm about to die. Or my back is turned, and and the explosion is coming, and I have my headphones in, and I don't realize it. I don't want to see it coming. No. That's why when people are like, oh, what if like an asteroid comes and hits the earth? I'm like, oh, so I have to live for like months knowing that I'm going to die? Fuck that. No. Anyway. Oh Oh my God. That's the comics, fuck. That's the comics. How about we talk about something we saw? It's not superhero, but you know, I mean. It still involves costumes. They are heroes. They are heroes. (laughs) Protect, protect queer art. Um, hit the music. I always feel like I'm watching a comic movie or TV. Let's end this show talking about some drag race. Drag race. Uh, we had our second
0: elimination and honestly, this is one that took me by surprise.
1: It didn't for me. And I honestly, not because I work with people that were literally... Editing fashion photo reviews so they knew who it went. I purposely <laughs> yeah. tell them not to tell me because I don't want to know. But RuPaul's Drag Race has a habit of either sending a very talented or a very sexy queen home second. They love for the second one going home Interesting. is yeah. someone that huh. you're like, oh... Oh shit! Oh shit! Anyone can go. Rockham Sakura yeah. went home second. Alyssa Hunter, who was really beautiful and sexy, went home second. Yeah. Kamora yes. Black, who was super sexy, went home second. And Drag Race UK, oh, I can't remember her name, but a really talented person went home second. They love yeah. throwing a second, and I, and it would, but it all came down to it's what got uh, Valentina in the end. Huh. Uh, she didn't know the words. That that was it. I
0: mean unacceptable Because the unacceptable. dancing the dancing amazing wonderful Amazing but you you don't know the like the whole thing is lip sync for your life
1: And spoilers Mirage is the one sent home who Mirage out of drag with her little um braided Mirage's pigtails Mirage is the one I wanted to bang the most Sexy uh, yeah Sexy. Mirage I think Mirage was given
0: cute given body, Yeah Mirage I like, think
1: was the hot, hottest one so I'm very hot. disappointed with that you know who I think is the hottest one? Who? Guess. Um, Plain Jane. Dawn. Oh, Dawn! No, Dawn. Dawn. Dawn's too elfin for Dawn. Dawn looks like an elf, and that weirds me so out. So cute. Like I feel like so she's cute. like oh. I'm gonna like wake up and then she like jumps at the bottom of a rainbow into like I know. a pot of coins or something. It freaks me out. I like it. Um, speaking of Dawn, I
0: did see a meme. Um, where it was a picture of Plain Jane and it said purported villain. And then it was a picture of Dawn and it said actual villain. And I was like, I agree. Wait, how She's is... She's the shit star Oh, sh- I
1: guess. But here's the thing. This show, I think so many people were playing it safe. I... Thank you, Plain Jane, for taking one for the team and Absolutely. being a total bitch, being interesting, and yes. making the fights I mean, not happen. Interesting, but and also, yes. thank you to a mandatory meeting. She is taking all of this shit talk in such stride, oh, yeah. and like, she takes it so Miss well. Road. and I will yeah. say, she is very talented. And you yes. can learn to do good makeup. You can't learn. Ta- you can't learn being funny.
0: She was so being fun. This whole thing was it was a sketch competition, um, which really will take some queens out sometimes, yes. Yeah. And even like even the ones that weren't a little like, so overall, I didn't think Mirage did bad in terms of her role in the comedy. She was the host of this RPDR live SNL spoof that they do a lot, and I thought she was giving that like kind of awkward energy. I'll tell you this: that a celebrity host gives on SNL. She
1: didn't. She didn't do worse than Dakota fucking Johnson. <laughs> I'll tell you that much. I'll tell you that right now. Um, I will say, a mandatory meeting did really well. And you know who I did not great. think did well? And I was like, and I was watching it with. We watched it with a group of like fifteen people. So all of these gaggle of fags, and I would say half of them do are comedians. And we thought Q as the brick was terrible, yeah, not great. I mean, I thought the delivery
0: was was tight, but yeah, but I they felt raved it was very dead. but
1: have. i I felt it just it wasn't it was tight, but I felt it was a little stilted and it was not hitting it wasn't relaxed. It was too rehearsed. It was very rose. Miss Cracker, Jan, a little yeah. too rehearsed. And that made the laughs not hit. And yeah. no one was laughing during hers. And so afterwards, and they were like, oh my God, you were amazing. You could be on Saturday Night Live. I was like, am I taking crazy pills? Right? What is happening? But yep. Q is the new Jan and the new Rosé of where they're like just not going to yeah. let Yeah, Miss Perfection. And, I, and, and they're doing it on right. purpose to watch her crack and go crazy. And I think it's funny.
0: Love that. Love that, love that strategy in terms of making the show interesting. Um, the one who I thought really should have went home because I thought what she gave was a little unforgivable Geneva, was Geneva.
1: Geneva, okay. First of all, she did not know who Lindsey Graham is, so strike one. You you, you don't you're not going to Google the person who you're playing. Or if you're not allowed to Google because you don't have your phones, you can ask a bunch of people. But if you're like right, you're like, oh, it's a male closeted. Uh, pr- senator I'm not going to do a southern accent so that's the only thing because I can't do a southern accent I'm also not going to dress like a senator right and right. so and that's the thing is the, the way you make that work is you look like a senator and exactly. then you act all gay and and I think everyone was like send a bitch home we're not going to help you and she, they did her dirty by not telling her what to do yeah and that was the, the she should have gone home. And also, she was in the Absolutely. bottom last week. I would have, I would have forgiven Mirage and Geneva should have gone home. Because is Geneva yeah. really going to win? What she, What else is she going to give?
0: She's didn't not she going to get win.
1: top two, episode one, though. She or? did, but I didn't think that yeah. was that great either. Um, I also, uh, or, 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 no, no, what it was after, after her and, um, after Geneva and Mirage danced, after RuPaul was like, I've made my decision. Megami, go home. <laughs> <laughs> um,
0: how about Miss Sarah Michelle Geller?
1: She looks gorgeous.
0: She looks so she's great. And she was good. a good judge.
1: She gave really good, like she was paying attention. She gave really like actual, like useful feedback. She was more useful than like, than than Ross.
0: She actually did, she was constructive, and she also made a great Nefertiti's
1: pun. Yeah. Well, I'm sure they give them all of those.
0: They give them those, and they record them in post.
1: Yeah. I do think that's fun. I do know the two people that they their job – well, it's not their only job. They're producers of the show. But they just come up with all of the puns. They come up with – they have which, to. Uh, there's that's no way so left. fun. I mean, so you, can you – It's the only way I would. Make, I'm. I, mean, I, I want to be like, hey, um, can I just, like, hang out? And I think can they're I do, probably like, no, because it's free. the fun part. I'd be like, no, this is the fun part. We don't want to give it away to anyone. <laughs> yeah. yeah. But uh, I but, will I mean, say like, – It just – my other yeah, my God. other thing is this was last done on All Stars with Jimbo, and they did and Jimbo's sketch, which I, if you ever did Moe Shambin, the Vanessa Bayer Cecily Strong sketch, yeah, yes. that is what the Plain Jane. Megami, I said it while
0: it was happening. I was screaming to my husband. I was like. This is just Jimbo in the sketch she won for because she played it subdued. She played it dumb because she, she was doing and voice. she was doing was mo- the same she was doing
1: Cecily Strong and Vanessa Bayer's as Shambin. Yeah, from SNL. Yes. But the yes. thing is, the writers wrote the same type of sketch, so yes. it's like it was lazy on the show's part. So I I feel the show, but then and then they gave and then but Plain Jane took the same part and did the exact same thing and she was good at it, but I will say she needs to, and I know it's like hindsight is 2020. It's like, uh uh-oh, but it's like, you need to stop, keep doing the Jimbo, like being Jimbo. You got to separate yourself from Jimbo. Yeah. And although, but part of me does wonder, I don't think she knew um, because when this was filmed a year ago, uh, that SNL sketch hadn't come out yet. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah. These are all filmed a year ago. Everything's yeah, filmed a but, year beforehand. But
0: wait, what SNL sketch didn't come uh, out?
1: The, the the Jimbo, the what Jimbo
0: did? Jimbo doing Plain it. Plain Jane yeah, it did not see Jimbo that they gave doing the that. Same. So
1: it's just a crazy yeah, gotcha. coincidence. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, yeah. Um, I love me some American Drag Race. I love it. Yeah, it's so
0: good. I mean, it's still you know, uh, but it, the only thing that sucks is like. I wish it were more of a competition. I wish it wasn't so obvious that it's going to come down to Safira, Nymphia, Plain Jane, and Q. That's
1: our top 4. You never know. You never know who could you never know who could like come out and start like be making some surprise good good drag, good moves. Plasma, Plasma won this week. She could she could yeah. surprise you.
0: Plasma got to do the, her shtick, like Barbara Streisand. She got to do, like, she's not going to, I don't see her doing that, something else as well.
1: Well, but, you know, you have to stick around and see. I guess you do. But, you know, sometimes, I guess but here's the you thing, do. you know what, Pete, but you know when the seasons where you can tell who's going to win the whole time? Bob the Drag Queen. That was a great season. Bianca Del Rio. It was a great season. Mm-hmm. But then the ones where you don't know, I think the best season ever was season five when Jinx Monsoon won. Oh, yeah. I think that one just... And one of the other great seasons is season four. But now, unfortunately, Sharon Needles is canceled. Can't watch her. So now we just have to pretend that didn't exist, which is sad. So I just saw
0: Bob the Drag Queen perform. Oh, Live. yeah. Where? Madonna. Madonna.
1: Oh, that's right, because you saw Madonna, and he's I he's in a lot of it. Madonna. Isn't he in a lot of it? He's in
0: a lot. Yeah. So he opens the show. Um, he is all through Vogue. He's there. It, the whole thing, they do a whole ball on stage during Vogue, uh, and he's calling. Um,
1: How late was she? He's doing an hour. Oh, she's improving. (laughs) Yeah. I think after she's being sued, sued, she's like, okay. (laughs) Yeah.
0: But I I like, so I will tell you, I've never, I mean, you know, we're the same age. Madonna, the one constant in our lives. You know, like as long as we've been breathing, there's been Madonna.
1: I know. But then isn't she kind of huffing and puffing her way around there? Well, isn't it kind of depressing to see her? try and it's do No, all that. I wouldn't.
0: Say, you just, I mean, you just, you appreciate like that she's still in the game. It's actually, and she's surprisingly energetic um, throughout the show, but she really does get to save her energy for a lot of the show because the set list really does gravitate toward the more subdued song. So it's erotica, justify my love, rain, bedtime story, um Live to Tell. Live to Tell. Yes. Like, it's well Live to Tell was the highlight of the of the concert for me because the whole thing was a tribute to everyone who died during the AIDS crisis oh. in New York City. And it was the most powerful, poignant, darling, when I tell you, I was sobbing. Like these giant banners came out of the floor, these giant LED, vertical LED screens and One was this huge black and white headshot of Keith Herring. And one was this huge black and white headshot of Arthur Ashe and this huge black and white headshot of like, and you realize it's four men who died during the peak of the AIDS crisis in New York. And then the four images turned to eight and then the eight images turned to 16 and the 16 turned to 32 until there were literally hundreds of headshots flooding the entire arena of people who died of AIDS oh. in the 80s, 90s, while
1: she sang "Live to Tell," and it was and, fucking incredible. And, hey, people! I just want to, and this is the thing: is I did not, I don't care about seeing the concert because it is a little, I, I, her face is a little disturbing to me, and so I, I like to remember the concerts that I've seen with Madonna from the the yesteryear. But Madonna herself. There would not be pop stars, pop female pop stars how they are now would not exist without her. She wrote she literally wrote the handbook of what a female pop star is. Before that all pop stars they were either R&B singers, they were in a rock band, they were like Pat Benatar, they had a rock band or they were a movie star like Olivia Newton-John. Yep. There was no I am just a pop star it was her she made it and at the peak of her fame she was like let me make a movie and highlight all of the gay people it, that's
0: why i sobbed is like now, she did yes, so much for gay fades. people she did so much for us yes. and it all hit me in that moment like, I've never seen her live. This is my first oh, okay. time. Okay, I've seen her. So that, I've seen her twice. that was powerful. Yeah. But when she's doing Live to Tell and the whole AIDS tribute comes up, and like it just all hits you, and then it all hits you how much she did to bring us into the spotlight and into the sun. And it like it's incredible.
1: Yeah, because pop stars nowadays are like, Where are my gaze at? Woo! And you're like, That wasn't that was not a cool thing to do back then. Like it was not cool. Yeah. What?
0: Yeah. Ms. So we're at Madison Square Garden. It's huge, and you know I'm expecting a circuit party. I'm expecting like it's just going to be all gays. It was just all old ladies. (laughs) It was all old ladies. I was surrounded. Surrounded. By old ladies. And I'm like, why are these bitches so much older than me? A, they're not that much older than me. I just look good. B, because these are all women who were like older when borderline. Yeah, came they, these are
1: probably girls in their 20s going to the bars and the dance clubs and the dancing to Madonna in the early but 80s. But like early Madonna. Yeah. Because they were all
0: dressed in like the black lace yeah. with like the, like a the virgin mark. Yeah. And I I looked at them like- you're ridiculous (laughs) because Madonna means no, no, no. It's not because of that, but it's just Madonna means so much more than that. And the fact that these women stopped there is what like made me mad that I was around that
1: vibe. Well, but like, but that I'm sure these they liked women it. Were, were they booing when she was singing a later song? Were they just like, play like a virgin and get off the stage? No, but they weren't
0: into like what, like you didn't see them freaking out during hung up or ray of light.
1: Uh, oh see, that's what made you mad. That they they were just they, they were just like once it hit Papa Don't, after Papa Don't Preach, they didn't give a shit anymore.
0: That's it. Well, and like a prayer. I'm Those like, bitches
1: liked like a, Everyone likes like a prayer
0: everyone likes like a prayer it's the best song ever but and the that's the other thing talking about best song when Vogue started I turned to my husband and I was like is there a bigger song name name a bigger song
1: by There's Madonna no bigger
0: song it's no
1: songs oh in general I would say like a prayer in general. is up there
0: with uh, uh, I, with Vogue. Vogue is like Vogue is the most iconic song on the planet period
1: true but like a prayer is played at every single wedding like, for sure, I, I think uh, if we're talking Madonna songs. For sure, but um, for sure, but, but hey, Vogue? no, if you're talking about best song of all time, we need to talk about "Who Let the Dogs Out." Ooh, <laughs> Ooh. 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 No, I'm Ooh. kidding. That's the worst song of all time. Um, yeah, okay, so you saw Madonna.
0: Yeah, um, yeah, and you know, there's a celebrity Vogue judge at every show. Oh, who is the celebrity? Amy Schumer. What? I was like, Amy Schumer is on. Why is it Amy Schumer? Did she get booed?
1: <laughs> uh,
0: she didn't get that kind of reception. Everyone was like, who cares? Oh, God. Yeah. But it was incredible. You know, like, but we left like three quarters of the way through. I was like, you know, I looked at the rest of the set list. I'm like, all right, I'm not going to get stuck in this crowd for bitch on Madonna. Wait like, a minute.
1: Oh, wait a minute. And then there was a younger gay next to you being like, I saw some fucking forty-five-year-old gay guy, and he—he he was only there for like the t- stuff in the two thousands. <laughs> I'm You're sorry, the exact same only, person.
0: I was only there for two hours and twenty minutes of the two-hour and forty-five-minute show. <laughs> like I was good.
1: Um, yeah, that whole the whole the last like two albums. She had some good songs on MDMA, and after that, yeah. the two albums after that, garbage. I don't like any of the songs on them.
0: Yeah, yeah. And, like, the very last song was performing Celebration again, like she did when she opened. I was like, I already heard it. I'm going home.
1: (laughs) Yeah, trying to get out of Madison Square Garden, I don't blame you. Yeah,
0: fuck that. Mm -mm, I'm going home. And I felt weird because, you know, I'm friends with one of the Real Housewives. And so she posted on Insta that she was there with Teresa, by the way. And I I IG'd her, and I was like, oh, my God, bitch, I was there, too. And then I didn't want to tell her. And she was like, oh, my God, wait, come meet me. And I was like, oh, I can't. We left early to beat the crowd. And like old man emoji. And then she was like, oh, actually, I think that's what we're
1: doing, too. I was
0: like, okay, good. Even the real housewives are leaving early. Yeah.
1: Wow, well, this was gay. We this was gay. We're a gay podcast. And we started talking about comics, but ended up talking about the HIV epidemic, Madonna, and drag queens. So hey, you know what? We're faggots. This is what you get. Yeah, it's
0: called comic book queer. Yeah, and that's the we thing. Do we started, started
1: talking about comic books, and we ended up talking about gay stuff. Do you know why, Brett? Why? Because if you read comics, well, then that makes you <gasps> queer. queer. Bye. Bye. Bye.